T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to our uh, podcast here called Busting Balls. It's about draft prospects and the future. I'm Pat Caputo. 97 won the ticket. Our webmaster, Evan Jenkins, the rubber band man, I call him. Uh, he is here, and uh, we do this. Uh, we talk about prospects, drafts, future, all of the major sports. Uh, today is going to be about the the Tigers, uh, their prospects, and the upcoming uh, 2022 draft, the MLB draft, which uh, we have not discussed to this point, and we'll probably have a podcast or two. It's in July, uh, and uh, the Tigers are picking 12th this year. And it's gotten a lot of attention in recent years because Spencer Torkelson and Casey Mize went number one overall, Riley Green fifth overall. So the Tigers have had really good spots to pick in the draft. And uh, it depends on what you think with Mize being hurt and Green being hurt. And Torkelson got off to a rough start, although he's been doing a little bit better here lately. Uh, You know, what are they going to do this year? Uh, Because they're in a position, Evan, that's uh, a little bit different. And uh, there is a lot of pressure on the organization right now. Uh, our uh, a guy who writes for our website uh, does a terrific job. Will Birchfield uh, wrote a, a story that caught my eye. It was research I had not done about how all these uh, players that have made their debut with the Tigers, uh, they're like way minus war. Nobody's plus war and everybody stinks. Yeah, basically with position uh, players. Yeah, it's, position it's players. Unbelievable, and I mean they're all within the most recent five years stretch. You know. Yeah, you know the uh, Daz Camerons, the you know guys that made their major league debut. I, I mean, think I think like the best ones like Jake Rogers or something. It's I, a kill by do with a one point six, and we know where he's at right now. Right, Victor Reyes with a point nine, and, and Jake Vic- Rogers with a point six. And those guys aren't really top-of-the-line guy, except for maybe Badu, but who knows what the heck is going on with that. But if you look down the list, you know, like Derek Hill, uh, Spatorkelson's come up, he hasn't done much, uh, one player after another, even the Castros, who everybody loves the Castros. Kristen Stewart was a name that we heard a lot. Yeah, just uh, player after player. And uh, the Tigers have been under a lot of heat, even though they're pitching has really come through the depth in their minor league organization, but the lack of of position players. Does this leave the Tigers in a position where in this draft, after they passed on Marcello Meyer, after they passed on Jordan Lawler, after they passed on Khalil Watson, all these shortstops last year, pure shortstops, and uh, Meyer and Lawler in particular have really taken off. Yep. And uh, 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 the other kid's doing reasonably well, Watson, 
But um, but not like Jordan Lawler really has taken off. Oh, I know because I collect baseball cards. And I yeah, he, his stock value. is going to be way up. He's yep. got like 18 steals. He's hit with power. And yep. Meyer's hitting like 333. And they're playing an A ball. Uh, you know, Jackson Job has done fine, but. You know, people are like, where are the position players? Exactly. And it's like, well, Cody Clements to the rescue here, and he isn't that type of prospect, to be honest with you. And uh, obviously they'll get a shot in the arm from Riley Green. Torkelson is getting better. He has been. And he's held his own under difficult circumstances. Wouldn't surprise him if he does much better here. And, uh, you know, uh, Kreidler's back. But, you know, advanced-level prospects, not so good. Now – did want us to point out one thing. Cole Keith has done very well. Yes, he has. He's the young kid that they got uh, during the COVID draft. Right, the 2020. Yeah. yeah, and they paid 538000 to sign him away from Mississippi State. Hit a game-winning home run not too long ago. His batting average, his, his numbers are really good for what is essentially a full season of minor league ball now uh, for his age. He hasn't even turned 21 yet. He's at West Michigan. And he's going to probably – I wouldn't surprise him if he ended this season at Erie. And he could be coming on, and he's he's a very talented athlete, and he's done well. And uh, there are players like Pacheco and Campos, uh, Christian Santana, uh, Segura. Those guys are doing okay at Lakeland in low A ball. Not great, but not bad either. So there's some potential with a lot of their position players. It's just it's pretty far away. And they have this kid, Carpenter, that they drafted out of Ba Tech. Yes. Uh, a couple of years ago. Late, you know, 19th round, who's hit uh, 17 home runs already? He, he's hitting the cover off the ball. I know he was just promoted this week. His OPS and- is up, you know, was over uh, 1,200 or something ridiculous at Erie. You know, a kid who was a junior college player that went there uh, had good stats, but nothing that would suggest – even though he's a bigger dude, he's like 220 pounds, a tall kid, uh, that he would have that kind of projectable power. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles AAA pitching where they'll curve him a lot more. Erie's a real good home run park, not so much in Toledo, and uh, we'll see uh, what he does there. So there have been some good things, but you know, Dylan Dingler seems like he's a while away. Uh, that other Cabrera, the Cabrera they drafted out of LSU, yep. he hasn't done well. Uh, Gage Workman has a very, he's been very unproductive. So a lot of their prospects that we talked about from those recent drafts as having potential have not, especially the college hitters, uh, done particularly well. So where would you suggest the Tigers go in this year's draft? Well, I would suggest that uh, there's three players uh, that if I'm looking at this, and I, you know, who knows how it's going to be. A lot of it's going to be about signability and all that. Uh, but this is our first talk about it, so I'm, I'm going to keep it, uh, I think, uh, uh, pretty simple. But the, the, the three players that I think would really fit the Tigers in this draft, um, if they fall to them. Now, all these guys will be rated in the top 10 or top 12. Uh, one would be Gavin Cross, an outfielder from Virginia Tech. Uh, he has uh, really, really done extraordinarily well, and uh, he is in a position uh, where he uh, could turn into being a, a major league guy. He's taking a major step forward uh, this year. Uh, big time uh, power and uh, good recognition. He runs well, and uh, he has uh, been very good player. 
He's in the big ACC. Kid, two, yeah. Six foot three, 210. Yeah. Lefty hitter. And he's play, he can play center field or right field. Uh, that versatility is something that, uh, you know, I would look at and, and see as a possibility for the Tigers. I don't know if Jace Jung would fall to them uh, from Texas Tech. His brother was an early draft pick a couple years ago. Uh, he is a second baseman. Um, he has incredible, uh, and he really has improved on this, ability to uh, put the ball in play, hit the ball hard, and draw a lot of walks. He does not strike out that much. He's got a very unusual, unorthodox batting stance. But I like him a lot as a player who is a possibility uh, to fall to them. And somebody that I would look at, Evan, is uh, you know, a possibility that uh, they could take. And then I think the other one, and I don't know if he'll be available. He's, he, I've seen mock drafts that have him number one, like Keith Law has him. And others that have him down like 15th. Uh, that's Jacob Berry who plays multiple positions, third base, outfield. But really is a bat from LSU, big-time program. Um, you know, a program that uh, Al Avila is very familiar with. You know, he likes his LSU guys. He acquired Alex Lang in a trade. He took the Cabrera kid a couple years out of there. He's, he knows the coaching staff there for a long time. Uh, former coach was a longtime guy that he, he knew very well. So uh, there's a guy that if he falls to 12, I would think about. So to me, those three guys would be the three names that I would look at uh, as we start talking about this early in the process. There's some other ones uh, that uh, could come into play, but I, I think if you're looking for hitters, and I think that's what they'll be looking at first, yeah, especially given the makeup of this particular draft, uh, those would be three guys that could possibly be there when the Tigers pick 12th, that would not only fill needs, but be the best value pick there as well. Now, with this draft, I meant you mentioned all kids that are currently in college. Is that something that you would like to see them do more so than a high school kid because they would be more on their way to get to the big leagues more so than a high school kid? Uh, not really. I, okay. You know, if, there, if there's a great high – look, Elijah Green – uh, from IMG Academy, uh, Jackson Holiday uh, from Stillwater, Oklahoma. His father was Matt Holiday, which blows my mind that he has a kid going in the draft right now. Yeah, and uh, he's a you know big time uh, a prospect. Tamir Johnson, a terrific hitter. Yes, seventeen. Uh, seven. You know he is, uh, but he, he's kind of and it, it's interesting. We were having this discussion a year ago. Uh, it would have been uh, Elijah Green. If we had this discussion six months ago, it would have been Tamir Johnson. We're having this discussion now. It might be Jackson Holiday. Why does that change so much with baseball? Well, because they've scouted him more, seen him more. Uh, they played more elite tournaments. They've had their uh, spring season. Um, but those are the three guys that I, I would look at and say if there were high school kids that dropped to them, that they would should consider signing. But here's the problem. If you sign a kid like, say, uh, got I, I just don't see any of those three guys dropping to him. Okay, unless there was like a sign of or or issue, Drew right? Jones, who's Andrew Jones's son. Okay, all right, yeah, those are big those time prospects. Yeah, those are the those are the four. Those are the big four. If any of those guys fall to the the Tigers, they would have to pay them the same amount of money that it would if they were taking one or two. Okay, 
Um, you know, because uh, you know they're not their signability is going to be harder. So what that does, Evan, given the amount of money that they're slotted, uh, that would make it more difficult for them to take high school kids later, you know, in the second or third round and uh, sign them okay. like they did uh, a couple years ago with uh, uh, Colt Keith, who's he's going to be one of their top five prospects at, by the by the off season. Uh, they gave him five hundred thirty-eight thousand. They wouldn't have the five hundred thirty-eight thousand to give an extra draft pick, okay? Because it's slotted now. So, you know that would be interesting in that particular situation. But those four guys are high-end position players. They're you know this year's version of Lawler. They're this year's version of Meyer. You know they're they're this year's version of those top players that we talked so much about last year. Okay, now there's another high school kid that's right in our backyard, uh, Brock Porter, Orchard Lake St. Mary's. What do you see with him? Could he be a possibility for the Tigers? Absolutely. But, you know, here's the question. Uh, Brock Porter, you know, Brock Porter is the best pitching prospect that this area has had uh, since uh, Ryan Anderson. Remember the six foot ten kid? Oh, yeah. The second, uh, you know, from Divine Child that was projected as the first overall pick in the draft until teams started following him around and they talked to, they couldn't figure out from his father whether he, what he kind of signing bonus he would want and all that. That was before the slotting. He ended up being taken 19th in the first round by Seattle. So uh, that was a long time ago. And then you got to go back before that to Steve Avery. You know, it was taken third overall in the draft, and his kid now is going to become an is an you know player that a lot of people are looking at. So. That one's more believable to me than Matt Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. So when you're sitting there, Matt Holiday. Matt yeah. Holiday. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Matt Carpenter's kid's probably some ten year old uh, hitting balls all over the place. But uh, that is uh, something that when you look at the bottom line of it, uh, he's somebody that they would have to consider. He. Look, he's a uh, there's look, he he wasn't the top pitching prospect. The top pitching prospect was a kid named Dylan Lesko who had Tommy John surgery already. So I don't know if some team is going to take him and then hey, you know what? You have him on you sign him and you have him there and then when he gets ready you you he's he's back and then you bring him in and you bring him along and all those things. So I don't know, but since Lesko had that surgery, it's made Brock Porter's status. He throws 97. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of video on him. Uh, the ball comes out of his hand. He's tall, uh, but athletic. You know, he, he has free movement. Uh, he looks to me like he has real good arm action. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On his changeup. Okay. Meaning, you know, when he throws his changeup, the, the speed of his arm stays the same as his fastball. Uh, more so than you see in a younger younger pitcher uh, like that. And there's movement on it. Uh, probably has to work on his breaking ball from what I can tell. But uh, very projectable. Uh, they said he's touched 100. But, I, you know, I don't know what, where that, what device that was on or right. whatever. Uh, it looks to me like he sits 95 to 97. Uh, Tigers will have a real good read on him because he plays at OLSM. Uh, Dan Petrie's son is the coach there, Matt Petrie. Oh, okay. So Dan works that. with the pitchers. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to know a lot about him and just whether threw a it be little no hitter there the other week, right? Well, yeah, and he's he, look, he's uh, he's really good. That whole program, you know, they got a couple other players. It's a they're, nice school. You ever been there? Yeah, I've been there a lot. <laughs> I used to play basketball over at the. Oh, is that place nice? Yeah, I think I think I played like against their football team in our four way scrimmage back in the day, but um, yeah, they uh, you know that's a uh, Ike Irish, their catcher, has got a beautiful swing, but you know those guys. You know, like last year with Mooney, their shortstop. You know, I, I think he wanted two million. I think that's uh, somebody told me that. I don't know where I heard that. And uh, he didn't even get drafted. You know, because uh, the signability factor. Right. You know, and with Porter, it's like, it, it's, how much is he going to want compared to his slot? He's signed with Clemson, which is one of those elite programs in the ACC, and. You know he's uh, like like Mooney. These kids are good students. Uh, they're they're in a position where they don't have to take the money, right. you know, to save their family or oh, whatever. And I all work some baseball too. So right, right. So yeah, that's right. So there's a possibility that uh, you know he could outprice himself for what uh, somebody wants to sign him for. But he's he, he is a, the real deal prospect. He, it's not some phony hype. Uh, or anything like that. You know, I mean, I saw something. He's the greatest high school prospect ever in Michigan. So I read an article. It's, well, if you go way back, no. You know, <laughs> but recent uh, history. It, recent Even history. more so than, like, I mean, DJ LeMayhew, he's got a pretty nice career for himself. Well, and- I tell you what, man. You know, you know, a few years ago, the the first player that was taken out of this area out of high school in a long time was Nick Plummer. And Nick Plummer was supposedly such a bust and all these things. He had a wrist injury. He made his major league debut with the Mets here oh, recently yeah. and got a few hits here. Yeah, he had home runs and what back to back. Yeah, games or so like that. yeah, so uh, you know, Michigan baseball has uh, gotten a lot better. There's a lot of really outstanding prospects. Uh, a couple here on Orchard Lake St. Mary's for sure. Uh, some in the future. Um, the kid from uh, 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 East English High School is going to Michigan. 
Uh, he's got a chance to be drafted. He was fast as uh, 6'3", uh, 60 yard dash. So, you know, you've got a number of players uh, okay. that uh, are coming out of here. And I think part of it is that the Tigers had a stretch of success. Uh, there's been a proliferation of indoor facilities that have been built. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, the, the, one, the only problem I have with it to some degree is that uh, it's becoming a little bit specialist oriented where you know it's almost like hockey or golf you need to have a certain amount of money to be on travel teams and to pay for your uh instruction yeah you, you know? need more than just a bat and a mitt anymore huh right and uh <laughs> if you if you notice uh it's uh the schools that have been powerhouses uh like orchard lake st mary's uh university league it has a really good program uh, that's coming up and uh, a few years ago was bishop foley but that was for probably different reasons uh, just because they had such a good summer program and it, and they tethered off of that to the high school. Um, but it's uh, it's about the private schools now. If you look down the list of most of the top teams in the country, they're all pretty much private schools. Yeah, pretty much every sport, too. Now, Pat, now we've talked about what they could do up in the upcoming month or so, but what do you think is the current state of the Tigers' farm system? I mean... It's definitely what they're going to rely on unless all of a sudden Chris Illich wants to spend $200 million in an offseason, which I don't think is going to happen. How do you think they fare going forward with what they currently have? I mean, are they kind of, like, flatlined? Like, is there hope? Is there potential? Like, I, I feel like all of their best is in arms right now. And they're coming up, and we're seeing what they well, have. Well, it is all in arms, pretty much. And is that enough? Is that to where almost they could start dealing those arms for position be. players? Well, I think the one thing you've seen is that uh, for every like really good pitcher you have, uh, there's like ten prospects. You know, because of arm injuries, uh, uncertainty, the up and down nature. Somebody will pitch really well, and then something will happen. Uh, Gosh, but uh, if you look at their organization, uh, it's been phenomenal, and it's been a phenomenally weird year. I mean, think about this. They're pitching, even though they don't have Mize, they don't have Manning, they don't have Erod. Yep. They got the other Erod, and he pulls his hamstring and has to come out of the game. Wentz. Michael Pineda is throwing real well, right. and he hit the you know, line drive hits him right on the middle finger, which the baseball gods have been giving the Tigers <laughs> all year. And uh, with that, uh, who did I miss? Uh, no Funkhauser, no Cisneros, uh, guys like that. Uh, just one injury after another. Joey Wentz pitches, and he's dealing. Well, and his spin rate was really good, and he was you know, throwing the ball through guys. He was hit 95, and all of a sudden he has a, a neck injury. Who knows what the heck that is. And yet Bo Brisky's come up, and his, his metrics are really good with his fastball spin rate. And his velocity is pretty good. Uh, Fajardo has shown tremendous competitive character uh, with what he's done. I never would have thought Alex Fajardo would do that. Yeah, he's been a very pleasant surprise because, I mean, he's been a long road to get to where he's at. And and it, it's good to see. Frankly, I thought that was a blown draft pick. Yeah. I know. I mean, out of it, Florida. And he pitched well, a he, lot he, for Florida. Too. Yeah, but he threw the slider like five out of six pitches there. And that, that slider, when you threw it, Pro baseball just got hit, especially at double A. They just hit home run after home run off of that, and he had to adjust. He's not an as good an athlete as, you know, Scooble Mize and um, uh, Manning, 
Uh, he's just got awkwardness to him in a certain way and doesn't throw that hard with a high spin rate. And yet uh, his velocity's up a tick, and uh, his, he's adjusted his slider, and he's shown that, hey, man, I'm good. And uh, yeah, I respect that a lot. And Wentz coming back like he did. You know, Joey Wentz is, you know, so okay. So you got Brisky, surprise. Uh, Wentz and Fajardo. That's really surprising that those guys have done well. Well, even Elvin Rodriguez, who they got in a trade for, what, Justin Upton. So that that was promising up until the point to where he got hurt. And uh, you know what? Uh, I wasn't overly whelmed with him either. You know, I thought I didn't think he would do well. Alex Lang has come on. Yep. That's another guy that they got, I think, for Castellanos. Right. And uh, so there's been a number of things that have happened that way that are uh, stunning. And in the minor leagues, uh, Ty Madden's had up and down time. But they've got Garrett Hill, a couple other guys that are coming on. Their pitching is really coming on. And uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, pretty formidable pitching-wise. Uh, truly, it looks because once those other guys come back, and not all of them will come back. You know, sure. I mean, this thing with uh, Mize is, you know, it's, it's, it's wild. It's well, it's, I've never heard of an elbow sprain for a pitcher before. I don't know what the heck that is, and uh, you know, bicep bursitis. You know, I I, I don't know with, with Manning, but it, who knows? You know what the future holds with that, but that pitching could be special. And uh, there have been some you know, things with them. And, and look, uh, when Green comes back, if Hill's healthy, they can maybe keep Hill in center field, put Green in right field, that'll improve their defense. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that's been underrated is their defense, uh, after a real rocky start, has been good and helped their pitching staff. You know, Jonathan Scope, believe it or not, has been the most effective position player in Major League Baseball defensively. This I saw year. that on somebody's Twitter today. I, I can't remember yeah, who it was. It may have been yours. <laughs> yeah. You know, who's checking out Baseball Savant? So uh, there's a lot of things that are happening. And, you know, who knows? You know, I mean, a month from now, we might have a completely different perception. But, you know, the way it is, I mean, you know this. You, you take phone calls in addition to the things you do so well on our website. Oh, thank you. You do. And, uh, you know, you take phone calls for Doug and uh, Gator. It's kind of your... Uh, your your passion to take phone calls for those I mean, I, I enjoy, I like hearing what people have to say. So you have a feel for this. I have a feel for it because I get all the baseball calls, it Absolutely. seems. That people want Al Avila fired. They do. They really do. You know, and uh, you know, when I, I, I had a call this weekend, somebody says, well, you're the one guy with the baseball chops that'll sit. But, you know, here's the thing. One of the reasons I have the baseball chops is because I look beyond, you know, like, hey, the reaction to the start. The foundation of the organization, the things that I used to criticize them for, so pretty harshly. In all those years I covered it for Baseball America, all the ups and downs, and I'll spare you all the, the details from going way back. Up till, you know, this time, Al Avila has actually addressed that. The organization has, and Chris Illich has put the money into it. That's building an analytics department. It's building a scouting base. Their drafts, no drafts are going to be perfect to work out, baseball especially, but have been much more purposeful and much more sensical than they were for a number of years when I would look at their drafts and just shake my head and say, why? (laughs) You know, yeah, I mean, even through their glory years, we only saw so many of those players really come up and do anything with the I'll team. give you an example. Nook Logan? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll give you an example. 
over the years, the Tigers, you know, the, they've drafted college closers more than any other organization. Ryan Perry, uh, oh, first Arizona. round. Yeah, from Arizona. Uh, uh, the kid the, from Texas that they got that was with the Brewers. Yep, yep. You know, he, th- he throws hard and everything, but he had some behavioral issues. Um, Chance Ruffin. Yeah. Uh, Rick Green, way back in the day, who finished out the College World Series, pitched in one major league game. They had the first overall pick in the draft one year. They took Ryan or uh, Matt Anderson, the year that Ryan Anderson, you know, they looked at him so closely. Over and over again, they've done things like that. Guys who just have one tool, you know, not multidimensional players, college guys, you know, particularly from Vanderbilt. You know, they had a couple scouting directors that played at Vanderbilt, and it seemed like they took a lot of guys from Vanderbilt that didn't really didn't play. They just didn't play. I've seen this over and over. They took this kid Reyes a couple years ago in the second round, this first baseman who had no power, no speed. <laughs> I mean, I looked at his junior college kid, man. I'm, I'm watching him at West Michigan. I'm like, why did you? Why did they draft him? What was the purpose of this? Uh, they've been much more sensical with their drafts. So the things that I look at in the bigger picture, they've been addressed. Their uh, analytics department is excellent. It's helped them. Even when they've had drafts, and you can point to other things, they did their due diligence in the right way. Uh, so I, I have liked what they've done. You know, like the Colt Keith thing. Yeah. That's not something they would have done before. The only time I think they did that was when uh, before the slotting and they, they paid a bunch of money to get uh, Rick Porcello out of Seton Hall, uh, you know, the the high school version of Seton Hall in New Jersey. Oh, I, I remember it well. It was like one of the first things I ever covered. And yeah. I'm looking at this 18-year-old kid like, wow, he's a millionaire. He's about to pitch for the Tigers. He came up relatively quick for the Tigers. He was 20 years old. I mean, he went on to do pretty well, I would say. Yeah, he got a Cy Young Award. I mean, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is amazing. Pitched multiple World Series. But for the most part, Evan, they had no analytics department. They had one guy. His name was Mike Smith. And uh, Mike, it wasn't his whole job. And he knew the stuff. The first time I heard about the Doppler radar, you know, the StatCast stuff, Mm -hmm. was actually in a conversation I had with him in the – little cafeteria they got behind the press box, just talking about it. And uh, Dan Dickerson and I were talking to him. So he knew his stuff, but he was one guy. Right. And Dombrowski was a Mr. Scout. He loves the scouts. It's one of the reasons he lost his friggin' job at Boston, even though they won the title. And he's doing kind of the same thing in Philly. Yep. You know, and I look, Dave's a Hall of Fame executive. He did a terrific job here. But, he, you know, that's being behind the times. Al had to put that scout thing you know, a little bit to the back than what he wants to do. I mean, his father is one of the legendary scouts of all time, Ralph Avila and all this, and then build an analytics department. And then for a while it was like, what the, we got Caesar. What the hell is that? You know, they were talking about these things, but they've actually put it in place. They've got a manager who can do it. They've got a pitching coach who understands it in Fetter. And, uh, you know, so the, the basis of the organization is good. People don't want to hear that, and I don't blame them because it, none of that matters. All right, ultimately, only thing that matters is what goes on in that major league field. Yep. And what happened early this year, and I don't know how it's going to be a month or two from now and all that, but what happened earlier this year was inexcusable to be that bad. They have all those guys hitting under 200. You know, and, uh, you know, but like almost historically bad. But, but I have, it is historically bad. 
if it continues. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I have to tell, tell you this, though. Those moves, I didn't think any of them were, like, bad. And I didn't think they should get rid of Badu. I didn't think they should get rid of Haas. I didn't think they should get rid of Candelario. I thought Scope signing him for that amount of money was a good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think they should get rid of Grossman. All these guys that have not done well. I thought the Meadows deal was great. I didn't picture Isak Paredes coming back and hitting a bomb way up into the two. You know, yeah, but the, <laughs> I didn't think he hit the ball that far. It was two times the amount of home runs he ever had as a Tiger. It was. It was like a, a majestic blast that one. It was like. <sighs> You know, it was like Giancarlo Stanton like. Yep, and they brought him up just to rub it in. And but I mean, also, I mean, who knows if the guy has vertigo and stuff? I mean, you're right. It's it's the baseball gods giving them the middle finger, and let's see how they well, rebound. Yeah, I mean, they have played better as of late. Yeah, well, as soon as you say that, though, that's when they tend to. You know, that Oakland series is the one that got me. When yeah. they lost four out of five to Oakland at home. I mean, that you know, and I don't blame anybody for being, and not everybody's into all the minutiae things that I talked about here. We're doing a podcast in which these things are explained, but most fans are not like every day is their baseball day. Sure. You know, if the Tigers are good, they'll pay more attention. Even yep. the sports fans. If the Tigers aren't so good, you know, they'll, they're kind of not going to look. And they were the one team that was expected to do well. I agree. And everybody's rebuilding in this town, and they're sick of hearing about next year. Yeah. And what what is it with the Tigers right now? About next year, really? No, it is. It's sad. It is. It's, sad. it's you know people cry with joy, I laugh with pain. Anyway, uh, appreciate it. Don't forget uh, you can download us at the uh, Odyssey dot com. You get the Google Play Store, yep, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify. Is, we're on Spotify, huh? You know, uh, check us out and it's Pat Caputo ninety eight on Twitter and the King of KC. Yep. On uh, Twitter as well. Uh, we always put uh, the podcast up there. Till next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.